it's going to be boiling in here again from oh, the yeah, summer the, proper. Yeah, summer yeah. proper. It's going to be. You're going to. You're going to have to get one of those. Uh, what's the silent fan? The Dyson. Who is this guy? The Dyson. I, who is this fella that's turned up on our show? They're, they're like we uh, had I'm, that seat kept for someone. Well, I can't to, remember who. I'm here to fucking save the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your name? Hello, this is Scott. Welcome to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. This is PJ. This is Ron. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. I want to get early doors in an apology. I am sorry for last week's show. I was running on empty. I had no, we had nothing. There was nothing in the can. It was just grab for something. <laughs> there was plenty in the can. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one wanted to hear it. <laughs> so sorry, but you know, I did. I was making it clear as we were doing each of the show without Scott. There isn't the, the three of it between the three of us. There's a, a wonderful alchemical, alchemical, alchemical. Alchemical. Is that even a word? Is mm-hmm. that, oh, alchemical mix. That that that. If for, PJ had said alchemical without your. Prompting. Input prompting. I would have called him on it. Okay, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I mean, well, Scott's back. Yeah, Hello. Scott's back. Scott's back. I've Hi. missed you, Scott. I've missed being here. Have you? Yeah. Really? Oh, this is what this is what he does now. He puts music on. <laughs> he puts music on just long enough to skirt some copyright laws and then turns it back down again. <laughs> yeah, there's. What is the fair use? Like fifteen seconds. I don't know, but it's, it's... He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. He does not care. His, his thinking is... There's tons of podcasts that have, mu- like, like little bits of music on Probably. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's Probably fine. fine. Probably it's, fine. Scott's back from being a daddy again. I mean, yeah. I'm, well, I'm still a daddy. You, you were are? a daddy to begin yeah. with. And you're... Well, what's, what's the name of this alleged second child? Lena. Lena. Oh, that's a nice name. Yes, like Lena, Lena Headley. Or Hedy. That's close yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Lena Headley. Lena. Lena. Lena, okay. Yes. Named after Lena Headley. I mean, Hedy. not Hedy? named Hedy. 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 Or like Hedy. Lamar. Or, or Hedy. Like Hedy Lamar. I don't know who that is. Oh, you're so young. Oh, no, I do know who Hedy Lamar is. She invented Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what she's famous for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go I watched, on. I watched a movie about her. It was very good. Yeah. Um, go on what? See, you've been doing daddy stuff. Yeah. I was a baby. Fine. Just a baby, just born, yeah. born baby stuff. Yeah, I just, mean, it, just shitting everywhere and vomiting and stuff. Or no, not so much on the vomiting, shitting eh. as much as a baby shit. There and there, yeah, they, they don't shit that much. Yeah, my kids like, did. <laughs> she's like maybe like once a day. Yeah. Like the rest of it's just piss, and that's fine. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, uh, you know, at, at this stage. It's just pretty... Well, it's, I was going to say at this stage it's pretty thankless, but it's not. In the last couple of days she started smiling and that kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, That's okay. kind of like a little turning point. Yeah. Because up until that point it's just like... Just, this fuck, is just fucking work. You do nothing. Yeah. You're no help Bring to me at all. nothing to the table at no, all. No, absolutely nothing. It's, like it's more or less what's going through Hannah's head when she's looking at you, I would I mean, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the smiling starts and then you, you get a little back. So yeah. That, make, that, that makes yeah, it a little yeah, bit yeah. easier. I remember, um, I remember, and now, now, now like my uh, oldest is fourteen, and now he started disappearing. He goes dude. goes out for walks with his mates and disappears for hours. And this is only in the past couple of days. This it's is amazing. A new, this is, a new thing, this is entirely new behavior. There's a brand new spa that's opened up just up the street from me, 
which is they really just go and hang big. Around outside it. Really, well, on, on Sunnyside Street. On Sunnyside Street, a really ginormous bar. And um, I said to, I was going to get some breakfast, and I went to get some milk. There wasn't any milk, and I said to Nat, Nathan was still in bed. I said, "Tell Nathan to get up and go and get me some milk." Not in any way serious about that, because there's no way he's going to go up and get some milk. And she goes, "Are you going to get some milk for Daddy?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'll get dressed now." And he got dressed and he got ready and he went to go out the door and he went, we well, want milk? I went, yeah. He says, okay. And he went to go, I went, do you want some money? He went, yeah. He took it, went, got milk. Amazing. Ami- amazing. Amazing. Not so amazing. The other day after that, I says to him, uh, it was late. I says, Nathan, go get me some crisps. I'd love some crisps. Get me some crisps. He went, yeah, all right. I went, wow, this is, <gasps> this is amazing. What a new brave new world that we've entered now. Give him some money. Went to the spark, came back, and he says, uh, didn't have any crisps. This bar's fucking massive. It's huge. He says, didn't have any. Didn't have any. No, I, I says, I mean, I would have liked gluten-free crisps, but did they have anything? Nope. No crisps. <laughs> no crisps to be found. So, I so don't know. Get, did you get your money back? Yeah, I got my money back. It's is, all he, right. is he just not looking hard enough, or, he's is, just or not is he very, lying? He's, no, no, he's just, he was probably standing on his phone looking around, thinking they're going to jump into his face or something. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to walk him up and go, right, Nathan, crisps here, bars of chocolate here, cakes here. It's all Asher's. That's the only thing. It's all Asher's bakery. My wife's kind of going... It's good, solid, very, Protestant, God-fearing cake. Nah, my wife's kind of going, oh, she's very... doesn't like the fact that it's Asher's uh, bakery. And I'm like going, yeah, but Pavlova's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice Pavlova. Pavlova. It's the gayest of cakes that's as well. The, that's the that's the thing. That's I think. your go-to. Pavlova. I like Pavlova. I can't eat cake. It's not gluten free. Pavlova's gluten free. Gluten free cake. Pavlo. It's just like oh, I like Pavlova. Pavlova's just nothing. Oh, that's what I like. No, it isn't. It's, it's sugary just, sweetness. It's just gooey sugary and, sweetness. Ugh, I like it. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> I like that you were watching us back and forth. Like you're watching a tennis match where you're going, I don't understand what Scott's saying at all. No. <laughs> I don't recognize any of those feelings for Pavlova. I mean, if you put someone down in front of me, I'll I'll eat it. But I'm never ordering it. I'm never <laughs> okay. going to a shop and buying it. Well, you know, fair enough. That's that's okay. But I might not even thank you for it, but I'll eat not? it. Uh, I come from a sort of Protestant stock, whereas if you go to any sort of funeral or... Or birthday, jam and, and jam someone, and sausage, some, sausage someone has made pavlova and brought yeah. it with them. You know, oh, I it's, it's, you know, I think they all organise it beforehand. Who's making the fifteens? Who's doing? <laughs> who's doing? You know, the oh, no, who's, who's making the rice? Who's making the rice crispy squares? Now we're talking. Someone's going to be doing pavlova and meringues. Mm. Well, right, who's making meringues if you've already got fucking pavlova? <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> like that's just bullshit. If, that's that. They're the one is just a strictly worse version of the other. <laughs> Wait, what is the difference between meringue and pavlova? One's just got cream in it. One's just got cream on the cream and a couple of strawberries. Oh, I like that though. But and the gooey, the gooey, but you know, it's all gooey at the bottom. And it's not that's quite... just meringue. Meringue's supposed to be gooey. Yeah. But these will be like big meringues, like where the top and bottom are like the size of your fist. We'll just cut a bigger slice of pavlova. What if you're like PJ and what if it's like you and you're not you don't like pavlova? I like the fifteens. Okay. We've already established there's 15s there. I don't know why anybody's well, well, eating on. anything hang else on. if there's 15s well, there. 15s are like, they've got flour in them, do they not? They don't have flour in them. What they have, they, got? they have biscuits. biscuits. But you can get gluten-free biscuits. But what if they haven't bought gluten-free biscuits? Well, How, who at a funeral turns up and goes, 
everyone, guys, I've bought gluten-free 15s and non-gluten-free 15s. You know, Jimmy... You just make make gluten-free 15s and don't say fuck to anybody. I've only been to a really uh, free Presbyterian funeral and there was no no Pavlovas to be had there. Protestants don't believe in (laughs) gluten-free. The sort of hardcore Protestants I grew up around, they don't believe in vegetarianism or... uh, Gluten free. The Lord made those things for you to eat. Yeah. yeah. And you'll eat them whether it makes you sick or not. Now mm. eat that and then go and block my toilet. <laughs> so what's what else? Anything new with you at all since you've been away apart from baby? Anything work wise, anything exciting happen? Um I won a tiny projector on Instagram. Oh well, okay. that's cool, yeah. How did yeah. you win that? Um Have you got it I, yet? No, I haven't got it yet. Oh. By leveraging my small child. Oh right, because it was just one of these things where, like you, the old one, yeah, the older one, still good, good for something. Then was it a competition where they're like, "What would you do with a projector?" And you're like, "Here's a picture of me and my cute child." Yep. And uh, you won. Yeah. Okay. No, I applaud that. And what, what did you say you would do with it? You'd let him watch. He has uh, like a Thomas little tank engine. He has like a little, uh, like a teepee in his bedroom mm-hmm. that he got for Christmas. Uh-huh. So we set it all up with like a little lantern and um, whatever, mm-hmm. and we said that we would have like. Oh, you know I have to say, you're, you're like one of those parents you read about in a magazine and you think, God, that's like a lot of hard work. I, I can't I be I'd throw a blanket at my son and go, here, make yourself a... T-. Just throw it... I used, to, <laughs> I used to lie in bed and my son would come and I'd go, come on, we'll pretend we're in a spaceship just so I could stay lying down. Well, speaking of parents barely making an effort, I went to see Toy Story 4 today. <laughs> <laughs> and the number of feral children that they allow to run Fuck around cinemas these days... Uh. Why would you think that, like, on a Sunday, p- parents wouldn't be bringing their kids well, to I see t- that film? Well, in fairness, I took Ralphie to see it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and every child... I mean, the, the, the cinema was, like, I'd say 80% full. Mm-hmm. It was pretty packed. No issues with any children at all. And this, see, was, this is the 20 past 12 showing on a Saturday. You see, here's my, where I went wrong. I went to the Dublin Road Cinema. Oh! Mm. Not be open for no. long, that one, though. Because the time suited me better. No. But yeah, mm. at, at a certain point in the movie, I think the kids were like, saw this, and just started running up and down the aisles. Yeah. And having, you know. It's just a better class of children in the other cinemas, That's right. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you're further away, you go, and the more you need a car, the more likely you'll have a better class of child. Well, this is what I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm was the film good? I mean, what's the what's the verdict on that? I, I is would, it a necessary addition to the Toy Story franchise? It's, it's something else. Well, it, uh, well, yeah, okay. In that, in, that, in that it doesn't necessarily continue the story of Toy Story 3 thematically. Mm-hmm. It adds on a different tack onto the story the themes. And I think that whether you said, does it need to be added on? I think it's a nice... The first film is essentially Woody's film. Mm. And I would say that this is... Kind of a nice. Do you know what film it reminded me of the most? Which Logan. Yeah, and that this is kind of like, old old man Woody. Yeah, this is kind of like a coda to mm. Woody's life. This is this is yeah. uh, a, a goodbye of sorts for. But wasn't that the I mean, like three was a goodbye of sorts as no, well? Three it was, was very three firmly was a goodbye, goodbye from Woody and Buzz and all to who the the person that they uh, Andy. Yeah, mm. but this is a goodbye for Woody and everybody else. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Woody doesn't die, folks. Just in case you're wondering, <laughs> straight you know. into the wood chipper with Woody. Um, it's it's more of a Woody kind of realizes that he needs a new purpose in life, mm-hmm. and he needs to doesn't want to be a toy anymore. Well, he, he realizes he's he not a, he's he, not a love toy anymore. Yeah, he can't be everybody's favorite. A love toy? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let's rewind on that one. <laughs> what I, I what dramatic I, turn does this film I, take? I got your Woody right here. <laughs> yeah, he just realizes he can't be every kid's favorite toy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if that's the case, then why doesn't he go out and do something for himself and let other toys? Other toys can be the favorite toy. It sounds very off. much like um, um, Shirley Valentine. I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said as well. I mean, it's about a middle-aged woman who's fed up with being the sort of servant of the family and everyone goes on holiday, falls madly in love with a Spanish bloke and decides, fuck it all, I'm staying here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is, there is a certain kind of um, thread of that as well. I mm. mean, he's, he's, he's reluctant to kind of go along with this throughout mm-hmm. the film. Where he, he kind of thinks, well, my job is being a toy, my job's being a toy. And then, and then he runs into a toy from his past and, and she says to him, you know, I've, I've been no one's toy for years. Mm. And I love my life. Mm. You know, I love being who I am. This is Bo Peep. Yeah. yeah. And he starts to realise that, you know, maybe there's something else to life other than being, you know, someone's toy, being, yeah. you know, um, subservient in that yeah. way, I think. Does that turn all the other films on their head, though? I mean, does it kind of... No, it's Because they are all about, you know, it's important to be a toy. It's what yeah, we but are. That's but, our then it, but then him understanding that there's more... There's more to there. I don't say life because are they alive? Who knows? What, what, well, I don't know. You what know the, there's a character in the in the film says that the most noble thing about being a toy is to be there for a child when they need them. Mm. But he can't do that anymore because the child that mm. he's with just isn't interested in him. Mm. He's been in the cupboard for weeks. He's not. He's not that that child's favorite toy. No, I know how that feels. Yeah. Well, I mean, the to- <laughs> the Toy Story movies have always been an allegory for parenthood and, and childhood. Yeah. And how at a certain point, kids kind of. Rely less and less on their on their parents and and push away and kind of form start their going own. to the spar on their own. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, you know, they they, they start to kind of be their own people mm. and not need something to rely on, and and that was very much the theme of Toy Story three. You know, it was mm. the, you know leaving the nest. Um, part of the, I think one of the big themes of this of this movie though is realizing when a relationship isn't working anymore, mm. and. You know, maybe the healthy thing to do is kind of get out of that. Is that is that off. what you were? Is that why you didn't come back to the show? Is that because well, yeah, you thought it's a, time? It's like time for a, me. I can't just be a co-host on this show. I have to go off and do. I have to go and well, be. I'm back, so this else. is more like an allegory for an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, did you, who's did been you, abused here? Did Scott? you get that as well? That, that it was about sort of like you know he's kind of realised that he's in a. No matter how much effort he makes, he's in a relationship where it's all a one-way street. Yeah, but and I, I, well, I don't want to give too much away. But then I don't the, know how the much effort a toy has to make. I mean, if we're honest, well, he, he just makes, lie there. Yeah, well, he, it's, it's like me with sex. He, you know, he would maybe, just lie there, don't move. He would maybe you know he makes sure that all of the other toys have their batteries and that they're fine, yeah. all their accessories. Yeah. He's kind of working to make sure that he's all the toys, team lead. There, there's been yeah. no there's been no reference to it. I don't think before, but he. What he calls, he runs the room. Mm. So he runs yeah. Andy's bedroom. And then when he goes to Bonnie's house, there is another rag doll. Yeah, Mary. Uh, Mary. Or Holly or Mary. I think it's Mary. Yeah. And she runs the room. Woody's not in charge anymore when yeah. he goes to Bonnie's house. Okay. Um, and not only is he not in charge, but he's also not the favorite toy. He doesn't get played with. Yeah. She'd rather play with Jesse. Yeah. The girl, cowgirl. Yeah. Or the girl, sheriff. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and she actually takes, she takes Woody's. Uh, sheriff pin Oof. and pins it on the Jesse. Yeah, and Woody's yeah. not bitter about this at all. He's he's more just like he can't understand. It's the badge. He's he just a toy. He can't understand what his role is. Then mm. if he's not yeah. someone's toy to play with, what is the purpose? What yeah. does he do? So yeah. she makes um, Bonnie goes off to kindergarten for the first time, and she makes a toy. 
which mm-hmm. is the, the toy that everyone's seen in the trailer, which Sporky. is Forky, 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 and she literally makes a toy that she loves more than him, and mm. and, that and it's to- rubbish. And that toy cannot conceive of what it is. It thinks it's trash, yeah, and it's constantly it trying keeps to like screaming, "I should not be," and like <laughs> and trying to throw itself, itself in the bin, into the bin. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a really funny montage of like. Woody in the bin, constantly throwing him out of the bin, yeah. because he all he wants to do is make Bonnie happy, yeah. and he knows that Bonnie loves this this toy Forky, so he's by proxy trying yeah. to constantly. Uh, Where, where's, where's the rest of the gang journalists? Where's, they're they're around, where's, but where's I mean, Buzz, Woody where? kind of says, "No, this is my job to yeah. take upon me." So I have to, you know, yeah. Bonnie's to happiness honest, it, is my job, and yeah. Bonnie wouldn't have made the toy if it hadn't been for Woody in the first place. So it, yeah. it is his. Ultimately, it's his mm. fault. Whether. Um, whether well, fault kind of makes it sound like it's something bad, but it's it, it, it's his responsibility. So it's good. It's good. Then You're it's, it's really good. good. It's yeah. a good movie. It's got lots of ideas. It isn't. It isn't the shameless cash grab that yeah. I think people kind of assumed it would be. Again, yeah. you know, I think said, when you see number four in a movie sequence, you just go, "Oh well, it's diminishing returns is going to be." Yeah, it's just four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's yeah, there is an element of you know what what more can they kind of bring mm. from this and. They have found a new angle, you know. Yeah. They found they found something else to kind of. Uh, very, there's some exceptional voice, uh, voice acting uh, performances. Some really, really. Uh, Gabby Gabby played by Christina Hendricks and uh, Duke Kaboom played by Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves is great, isn't it? Keanu, yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. Of course, we we are at the Keanuans at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So Keanu does seem to be everywhere. Uh, so yeah, no, I really liked it. Ralphie really liked it. Okay, yeah, it's very the, good. the kids in my cinema really the nuance was lost on them. <laughs> I think once once the characters stopped running around and bashing into things and started talking to each other, the kids just lost interest completely. Mm. And I think it's probably fair to say that slightly older kids. Yeah, while it's a family friendly film, I don't think anyone will get anything out of it until they're sort of in their mid-teens. Do you think the film is for people who saw the first Toy Story when they were younger and by the time they see this one now they're in an age where they will... The same way the Harry Potter books kind of got older with the well, readers. I mean, you know, in, the reality is the kids who saw Toy Story whenever they were young are now taking their kids to see mm. Toy Story 4, yep. which is kind of mental. Hello. <laughs> because, yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's 24 years later. Yeah. Um, so... You know th- th- that can't be lost on people whenever they're watching it. Like this is my childhood, and I understand mm. about moving on now. But <sighs> I, I have to say, I mean, you know, there were trailers for three or four like really asinine-looking animated movies beforehand, and I thought these kids behind me would sit through those because yeah. they're going to be sort of rock and sock. Just want bubble gum. You know, they'll, they'll be nonsense for yeah. ninety minutes, but they'll entertain young minds. Yeah, but. Like the soul searching and the moments where I was sitting in the cinema, literally in floods of tears, and there was a child no. behind me kicking the chair. <laughs> myself, Fuck off! Don't you appreciate what Woody's going I was through? Like, why are you even <laughs> here with these kids? It probably cost you 30, 40 quid to bring mm. all these bastardy children with you. <laughs> and, and they're not getting anything out of it, and you're clearly not because you're chatting away, and I can see your phone out of the corner of my eyes. So. Ugh. So you know what? What what point is what's the point of that? Okay. Um, but anyway, Toy Story four, I give that a sol- solid thumbs up. Yes, it's okay. very good. It's very good. And I was I've used my Omni Pass for the month, yeah, so that's it. That's Omni it. Pass. That's it. Paid for itself for another month. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I keep meaning to get an Omni Pass. How much? But, is, how much yeah, is that again? Thirteen ninety nine a month. Uh huh. And it gives you what? Unlimited movies. Unlimited movies. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't see the same movie more than once. Uh, but okay. you can see any movie. 
once. Yeah, but you, I mean, I how many to, how many know. movies do you get in the cinema in a month? Is the question then like five, six? How many new movies arrive in that cinema every month? Yeah, like, but each single ticket is like seven pounds. Yeah, <laughs> so like if you go see two movies, it's paid for mm-hmm. itself. It's mm-hmm. Nine pounds for the Omnimax, and you get that up. You get that free on the. That's pass. included. Yeah, that's included. Yeah, and you just, get 10%, 10% month, off Every all the single other. other thing. There's a monthly subscription for this, a monthly subscription for that. Yeah. Well, I think it's because most, most businesses have realised that they've got to have reliable income yeah. these days and they've got to be able to point to like a, a balance sheet and say, this is coming in every month. Yeah. <laughs> we can rely on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, it's just... Um, it's just hard to manage it because there's so much of it. It's hard to kind of go, I'm paying for that and this and this and that and that and this. Well, I kind of bounce it out of my head. I kind of go, well, if I cancel this thing, I can maybe pay for this thing. So I yeah. canceled Dropbox. I had a Dropbox Plus account. Oh, yes. We um, were talking about this online. Yeah. Dropbox is a bit shit now, I think. Well, Dropbox is a bit unnecessary for me as well because, yeah. you know, they've there are updates coming to the Apple ecosystem that they will ch- enable me to they share. Changed their f- so uh, when Dropbox started, it was brilliant because it would go, if you recommend someone else for a free Dropbox account, you'll get extra you get storage. Of, of and yeah. I was like, okay. And then everyone, I mean, I ended up with 12 gig or something by, uh, you know, telling people I, I, to go I have 22 on. gigabytes of free space. Yeah, yeah. It was a huge amount of space. And for Dropbox, it probably doesn't cost anything. And and those people that you, you sign up are going to sign in. And then the problem was that they decided for whatever reason that they were going to Put a new thing in, which limited the number of devices you could connect to three at any one time. And well, of that's course, because they realized people were using the fam, the, the, the personal account, like a business account. Like I have, I would have a number of clients who are who have the same Dropbox account installed across five or six machines, mm. and Dropbox wants to sell each of those people a business account at ten pounds a month. Oh right! Okay. So whenever that, whenever people are kind of abusing the personal account yeah. in that way, then there's what's, what's the point in paying for that? But I, I, my my feeling was actually that someone at Dropbox went, "We need more money. We need we need to turn these numbers around, and we need more. And the way to do that is to uh, kind of turn the screws on free people. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, really turn the screws because, like, I had it said when I tried to connect my phone, it said you are connected to multiple devices. Disconnect some of these devices. There were twenty three devices. I had to go through twenty three because they were older phones and older computers yeah. and th- things I hadn't used in two or three years and stuff. And it was like, oh, what's that? Ah, take them all off. And then they've they've changed when you pay for it account. So you've got this new new bit of software or something that was it's apparently awful, but. Um, oh, it's Dropbox paper. Yeah, it's just and it, it seems really. Yeah. yeah, you kind of just go. No, I just want some storage space so I can share with people, and that's it. That's all I want. I want it. That was the brilliant thing about Dropbox is it, it would all hide. You still with us, Sir Scott? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't use Dropbox. I, I mean, I use it for work, but like yeah. it's literally to sync between. Well, we use Dropbox between the three of us. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. in in all the costs, all the notes about you know what's the show thing, and I haven't been very good at listening. No, we do that. Oh, to the, the show. Oh, yeah, but no, we do that in Discord. No, no, no. He uh, Ron puts files up. Yeah, and then I, we I listen a, to the rough edit We listen to the files. Listener, you, you, you're I know an, you, you do not. I listener, you're getting an idea how this all doesn't work. <laughs> so, and I usually do, but I've been really yes, you know, busy. But I I moved all of the files to iCloud, and then I will reshare those folders mm. in iCloud once the uh, once the iCloud sharing is available come September. Yeah, I have done four hospital visits yesterday. To two and my You're father, like Jimmy Savile. Uh, whoa, whoa. I, I demand you withdraw that allegation right this minute. Uh, <laughs> Oi, uh, whoa, steady. Uh, my, 
uh, my father-in-law is now in Royal Victoria, which I thought this would be great. It's closer and I can get up there. But of course, that means now, Annette, instead of going, I'll get the bus because I know it's terribly inconvenient for you to drive all the way up with Grey Gavin. Come on, drive me up to Belfast. So now I'm up and down like a fucking you. Does Annette not drive? No, not since she broke her arm and went, I'm not driving anymore. Oh, <laughs> saw that, yeah. yeah just, what's she was, what's she, that got to do with... Uh, she was never very happy driving. She didn't and then break whenever, her arm through driving? No, no, she broke, she broke her arm and she couldn't twist her, her arm very well. Couldn't twist her wrist, which meant drive. she was off driving for a while. And just and, the, and when she goes to drive, she goes, okay, I'll drive, I'll drive. I mean, first of all, she gets very passive-aggressive about it. I'll drive, but I will die. <laughs> I I know I'm going to die in a car accident, so this might be it. Well, that's a bit. Let's let you know. Maybe you'll only be seriously injured. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go straight to death. And it's that, like, that, okay, that, that, that seems like sort of a very high level of passive aggressiveness. <laughs> so anyway, so we've given. I've given up on the notion of a net drive. So I have to drive up and down the hospital, and my brother's in there because of his back and it's like just to give you a little update on what's happening yes, there no I was, I was about to say what is the update on fuck the- all fuck all there's no oh, nothing's changed, nothing's changed. Okay. So he's, he's still paralysed from the legs down or from the, the mid mid chest uh, down um, and Annette's dad is he was in the hospital 10 weeks and still not great and it's and the thing is people go well it'll be alright you know fingers crossed for you it's like no seriously if they both got better tomorrow it's like if somebody snapped their fingers and they both got really better tomorrow Months and months of rehab. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You're going to recover from this in ten minutes. It's like months and months of rehab, and they're not going to get better tomorrow. They're going to get better. Maybe John may never get better, and that's dad. Fingers crossed, will get better, but it'll be a long slog. So anyway, that's what's been happening with me, and I still showed up for the fucking show. I still turned up most weeks, even though I was running on empty, and we did that trailer show. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I was going to say. Like, you didn't listen to it. No, I didn't. You, you don't had, listen to any of them. Because, because I had somebody. You don't listen to any of them. Because I had somebody tell me or ask me, when are you coming back? Last week it was just them listening to trailers <laughs> for 70 minutes. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I don't need to listen to that. I yeah, can, make sure to. Re- re- right, we're going to separate all of his voice things out now. So we've got a little. So anytime he says something that can be spliced in, we'll just use it because no one would know you weren't here. No. See, that's one. <laughs> no one will know if that was a voice thing. Hold or on, hold on. Give me, give me some quiet and I'll give you another one. Eh. Okay. Okay. There you go. There's another one. Let's, let's, let's think of good uh, generic uh, answers uh, uh, from uh, Scott. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. Uh, what about PJ? Stop that. <laughs> okay. Oh, PJ. Fuck off. There we go. That, yeah, that, the start that, of that covers- sounded weirdly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> That should cover all. Yeah, uh, isolate all those noises. Let's put them all in and yeah, thank you. No, you, no, you're not getting the sign. Ron, sign- Ron is in Why charge of the. Buttons? I want a signboard. No. I want an official Sunnyside no. podcast signboard. Nope. No, all of those no's. Isolate all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. Yes. And then you can just yeah, you can get along without me just <laughs> fine, and I'll still not have to listen to the show. <laughs> I'm annoyed that I have to listen to it in headphones now. <laughs> So what else has been happening? I have been watching. um, uh, So uh, have you? We talked about this before, but uh, what we do in the shadows, which is the uh, the 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 spinoff sitcom. Yeah, spinoff sitcom of of the film. Have you seen this? It's on BBC Two. I know it's. I know it's. I know what it is. It's very good. Matt Berry's in it. uh, Yeah, yeah, I know. I know all about it. So it's very good, and I've been watching that whole series. It's a bit a little weird in that. It seems to be some. It feels like there was a continuous through line through all of it, mm-hmm. and then at some point someone just chopped up the episodes and put them in a different order. 
So, okay. so there's weird bits where it's like they'll do something one episode and then three episodes later pick it up like it was the, the last episode. And then there's an episode... That doesn't seem... That doesn't sound like a good thing. No, it's not. And there's another... There's an episode which I genuinely thought that was a brilliant last episode. <laughs> and thought that's the end of the show because it had all these great cameos and everything. I thought, oh, that was a great last... There's like four more episodes. So I don't know... I don't know what's going on there. This happened sometimes. Back yeah. in the 90s, there was a sitcom called Game On. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, I remember Game I On. Remember Game on yeah. Samantha Janice. And, and the first hmm. episode of that, in the background, Matthew has a surfboard with an ironing board mark on it. And I kept on thinking, I wonder what that ironing board mark's on. I guess somebody burns something ironing on it. And then the third or fourth episode, she accidentally irons on the surfboard. And I realised, oh, these aren't in order at all. <laughs> they've just they've just released these in some sort of random yeah. order. I swear, it's like, I mean, they do that with albums sometimes, where they have the first song they're going to release, and they put a different song, and all that stuff. And they, you're looking at me blank, don't well, they? Well, Maybe I mean, they don't, well, I don't I mean, know. Like, you know not, the analogy doesn't hold, is what you're thinking. Really, yeah, they? no, no, they're not, but they are, well, okay. And the first song isn't always a single. All right, like, okay, this, that analogy holds no, no water. No. I'll but I get, I get confused in work, because I'm working on a show at the minute, and... I spent the, uh, last week and uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week, I'll be grading the first six episodes. Mm. But it's not the first six episodes. It's episodes one, two, four, and six. Because, ep- because episode three has been moved into the second block. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, right, okay. So, and then whenever somebody asks you, what are you doing today? Oh, episode three. Because it's the third one that I graded. Yeah. It's not, but why are you doing it? And then there's a big panic. Why are you doing episode three? What are you, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm not. It's the third day of the... Uh, just it's very it, it feels like um, it feels like somebody went oh this is a sitcom each episode self-contains it doesn't matter what order they're in but they are there is a kind of narrative through, yeah. through them there's stuff that happens that that is followed up um, so anyway what we're doing in Shadows is good but there's also on Channel 4 a new show with Matt Berry in it as well oh, yeah. called uh, The Year of the Rabbit I've seen the trails for it <clears throat> which is a kind of Victorian comedy detective thing. Now, I, I've, there's been two episodes on the four iPlayer thing, Channel 4 OD or whatever it's called. It's reasonably fair to say that Matt Berry's got a limited range. Yes, he does, but he's still very funny. I find him very funny as well. Yeah. But it's it's like... This, this, I, I always think with Matt Berry, the thing is he's sitting there going, right, I'll, I'll try and act normally, but I could break out the voice yeah, and it'll work. It does seem like, like they, they just kind of write it for him. Yeah, well... There's less of the Matt Berry kind of weird, you know. That it's, like, it's like every carry on. Yeah, Sid James is playing Sid James. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a wee bit. It's it's it doesn't have that voice in it, and it's a little bit more acted. But it's also it feels like the closest thing I could describe it to someone was um, it's like the old TV Avengers series by way of a kind of um, broad comedy kind of thing. Okay. It's, it's very it's very odd, and I kind of hope that they will lean more towards the drama, not not drama, but the the kind of the the more seriousy end of it rather than the over the top cartoony goofy comedy. But it's really good. It's good fun. It's called Year of the Rabbit. Um, and he's a he's a Victorian detective. There is uh, another cop with him, and uh, this girl who is the, she's a she's she's actually the writer of it, and she's significantly she's a black woman who wants to be a police officer, and her dad's a white guy who's adopted her, and it, she's in the police, and she wants to be a, a a female police officer or a fopper, or you know she keeps trying to come up with terms that would mean a female police officer. Okay, um, and so and, you know, and, and that, that the the like the second episode has a very sort of early Avengers, you know, the, the British Avengers thing, um, where they'd have weird villains and stuff 
Did you, did you ever Look, see any I, of the I'm going to be honest. While the Avengers was rerun a lot whenever I was in my teens, I don't remember ever watching it. Did you not? Oh, it was no. great. It was great. It was very kind of... It was like... Um, I think in my teens I was very resistant to camp. Yeah, yeah. Now as an adult I would kind of embrace it more, but... Less camp, more kitschy, maybe? I think, I think... No, this is kind of part of what I was kind of thinking about the other day, but this notion of like being self-consciously cool in, mm. in your teens... And the things that you kind of dismissed is like, well, that's not cool. That mm. can't possibly be cool. Like the way I've kind of felt a bit embarrassed to enjoy uh, the, the 1966 Batman series mm. whenever I was young, because there was cool Batman out there. There mm-hmm. was you know, Michael Keaton. So you couldn't, you couldn't admit to liking the Adam But one West of those Batmans Batman. is very good and the other one is very not. Well, you, 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 Where, well which you, one? Which one's which? Oh, the, the Adam six, West one. The Adam West really one good. is really good. <laughs> I've been rewatching it with Ralphie over the last mm. kind of four or five weeks. Oh, it totally plays, and it's great. Mm. the 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 treatment of Batgirl is a bit questionable. I mean, you could say that in basically she, most of well, that's versions true, yeah. of Batgirl. Yeah, 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 there. Yeah, yeah, is there a yeah. version where it's not a bit questionable? No, I guess not. Although I was surprised at how much they kind of. Just I, I I remember Batgirl from the series because that was my first love. Okay. Um, but I didn't remember any of the storylines or you know anything to do with that, and I was surprised to learn that they kind of just did all the comic stuff. She is Commissioner Gordon's daughter, mm-hmm. and she has like her own little like high tech cave thing in her in her apartment and stuff, and she put on the red wig and, and she's got spangly purple. Hang on, you're talking about the new Batgirl. What are you talking no, about? The Batgirl in the 1966. Oh right, okay, okay. Oh right, series. okay. So. Although they they give her an award for the best dressed. Crime fightress, fightress, yeah, fightress. I think fightress is one of my favorite words from that. Yeah, now, and Hannah pointed out to me that on her motorbike there are frilly, rush, is it rush, rushing? But rushing, a rush, yeah. There's yeah. frilly rushing around the edges of her bat cycle, which I'd never noticed until Hannah pointed it out to me. Mm. So yeah, stuff like that didn't play with me when I was sixteen. Yeah, when yeah. I was sixteen. So the Avengers didn't get watched. No, no I, I, th- I thought the no, Avengers, I never watched Avengers was like a slightly funnier version of The Prisoner or something. It had that same. Right. Was, I, I was. I was totally into the prisoner. Yeah, yeah that's like, that very... sounds bad. What? <laughs> that sounds bad. Well, they they felt like they belonged in the same universe. All that stuff from the sixties yeah. had that kind of uh, things like. Uh, did you ever watch Adam uh, Adam uh, Adamant? Adam Adamant. You mean Adamant? No, Adam Adamant. No, I did not. He was a crime fighter. He was a, a Tudor crime fighter oh, put God. into suspended animation and woken up in the sixties. He was the. It's basically the what, Austin Powers. Austin Powers, yeah. But whereas Austin Powers kind of came out as, a, as pure comedy, this well, was sort yeah, of more that, serious. But I also thing. leaned on like Jason King and stuff like that, didn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I remember I watched the stuff that was rerun on BBC Two or Channel Four at around five or six o'clock on a weekday so i remember watching randall and hopkirk deceased yeah which i really liked yeah yeah it was good star wars next generation star trek next generation star trek deep space nine mm-hmm. simpsons they're all reruns when he saw them yeah Qu- quantum leap was in that well. quantum leap was quantum on there leap, yeah, yeah. Um, quantum leap it was good yeah i think that was you it. missed the heady days of manimal and uh <laughs> Auto-Man? Auto-Man. Yeah. <laughs> see these already sound shit <laughs> Ch- I have you know, Automan was pretty crap. Yeah. That's Street Hawk. That, that Street Hawk. I remember Street Hawk, and yeah. I remember Airwolf. Blue yeah. Thunder. Blue Thunder was that a TV? Oh, Blue Thunder show? was a movie. Yeah. I, I don't know if there, if there was a TV series of but it. That's but that's definitely what Street Hawk was. It was kind well, of well, riffing off Blue Night, Thunder. Night Rider came first, and then they were like, 
Let's just see if this works on two wheels. Why <laughs> Why are you both focusing on Street Hawk? I feel like Street Hawk was like the shitty younger brother of Airwolf. Airwolf was it. Hang on, like Knight Rider's the daddy here, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's no, there's no dispute in that. But like, you're both talking about Street Hawk, like, well, I can't was like it was like it was like the cream of the Dude, crop. That's only because the the cast Street Hawk was bad. It had mean, Ernest Borgnine in it, didn't it? In Airwolf, he was an Airwolf. Yeah, he was Airwolf. an Airwolf. Yeah. Oh, Street. Oh, Street Hawk was a motorbike. Yeah, Street yes. Hawk. Was ah, a motorbike. yes, I never saw Street Hawk. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure what? it was rubbish. Yeah, but it's like, how did you, it's, did you it's, think was it just street, a bloke on a motorbike? Or was it may still be rubbish, but Hold I still on, I, I can kind of see where you went. I was thinking he thought Street Hawk was the helicopter. Oh yeah, because it's got the word street in it. But then I realized that street means has, who? No, but, <laughs> no. The ground, the ground level one is named after the bird. Yeah, and the airborne one is named after the, the land. The, yeah, the, so, the land yeah so you can see so I, can, you, I can see where you the can see the, so you think yeah. it should have been Street Wolf and Airhawk <laughs> yeah it makes more sense although Airhawk sounds redundant yeah I mean I still remember that the guy in the chair for Street Hawk was called Norman Tuttle and I don't know why that is <laughs> do you know that there's a, there's a I know why it is because what's the name of the, the, the guy from um, Brazil that, uh, oh yeah uh, that guy Oh, that would be a... He plays Tuttle. Tuttle's his surname as well. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. De Niro. De Niro plays him. Guy who ran a a recording studio here in Enniskillen, I think. Might have been Enniskillen. I can't remember where the recording studio was. Somebody will correct me on it. But he ran a recording studio here. This show isn't live. This show is not live. No one's going to correct you on it. They'll correct me on it in the Discord or on the fucking (laughs) internet. Whatever. People do that. Uh, The guy who ran the recording studio wrote the theme tune to Airwolf. Okay, because it went. Oh, Airwolf! No, I was doing Street Hawk. No, fuck me! How do we not know? Street Hawks was very rudimentary. It went. I mean, that sounded like you were just doing the theme song to Rainbow. Speaking of theme theme songs, while I was sitting in the cinema room watching the the opening trailers, they showed the trailer for the new Lion King. Oh yeah. And it has the opening scene where like he brings out the the Lion mm-hmm. King, the child on the yeah. on the on the hill. Yeah. And you're sitting there waiting for it and you go, Well, they're gonna do the, they're gonna do the bit and you're kinda of waiting for it. And then it goes Ah Enya oh and there's a child Enya? five five rise five rows back and Ah <laughs> Was it, now was he trying to sing along or was I he I think j- he was trying to sing along. All right, okay. He, he just he just was like I can't hold it in. <laughs> can't hold it in. Like, ah! <laughs> Susie and I just cracked up because he was really going for it. And there was uh, a sort of strangled noise like of a dad going, "Shut up!" <laughs> there is an awful lot of those films coming out. Those Disney remade things. I'm not interested in any of them. You know, no. I want it, I want the other way around. I want them to start animating real li- live action films. I we, want Return we, to Witch Mountain as an animated thing. We've already talked about this, have we? Yes. This is why it's that's important why, to have him on the show. That's because where he we got animated him. Die Hard from. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Speaking of, oh, and you uh, skipped the Witch Mountain. That thing that you sent us on Twitter was very weird. What was the that? ASMR. Oh, so you don't know about this. Okay. So PJ sent us a link to an ASMR video. Oh, yes. It was It was, uh, it was Real, Real Housewives of, of Los Angeles of wherever, or Yeah, of LA or wherever the fuck. But, right? And someone had redubbed the suit. So the argument that... Yeah. Was all, I really think you're in trouble and you should have slept with my don't sister. Even, don't even talk to me, you beast. <laughs> I, I find it hilarious. There's a bit in it whenever somebody throws a wine glass at uh-huh. one of the other women uh-huh. and they'd 
dubbed in the sound of a plastic cup falling on the floor. <laughs> if you go back and listen to it, and that really got me. Uh-huh. But the girl with the blonde hair is the kid from Escape to Witch Mountain. Yeah, but th- is that the the one that has uh, the rock in it? No, 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 no. Jesus, that was ten no. years ago. What? That was like a couple of years ago. This that is was the- that was longer than a couple of years ago. Okay, ten, what, ten years ago? Maybe okay. eight years ago. Yeah. Okay, okay. But she was the child was in, the the, origi- the in the original... the 70s one. In the yeah. original... Oh, was she? Yes. Oh, right. And the girl beside her... I used her, to fancy her when I... Because I was about that age. The girl beside her uh-huh. is in Halloween and Assault on Precinct 13. Okay. But now they're just real rich housewives from wherever the fuck. Of, of wherever the two... Is the one from ha- Halloween, PJ Souls? No, they're both called... It's... Uh, uh, 2008 was the other remake of Witch yeah, Mountain. Ten so. years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. All right, you win. But like ten years ago, that woman was not a child. I have to be honest with you. I sent you that link. I watched maybe two seconds of it. Went, yeah, this is one for or Scott would like this. Pretty sure. Kim Richards. Okay, I don't know who that is. Maybe yeah. I don't none know. the wiser. So what else has been happening with you? Me or you? Anyone. Well, all right, okay, you want to talk about... Let's talk. Um, the <laughs> I have been mulling over doing a Kickstarter-y thing. Yeah, I saw this, and I, I, I was wondering, were you taking uh, Tom's comic but seriously? No, but really, no, this, no. This is no, your own one? This is my own thing, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of... Right, so I like Commando comics, which are a small digest-sized comic, so they're little tiny things about that size. Yeah, I love them. We should get the Commando comics people on the show. Yeah, I, I love those things. I'm one, oh, I'd love to write a Commando comic. Well, shut up. <laughs> well, you you can do. They're always looking for writers. But anyway. I'd, they, I'd read it Commando myself. What? I just read it Commando. <laughs> That's authentic. What? That would be authentic, yeah. You'd, PJ doesn't understand what you meant. Oh, you mean you'd write it with no cacks on? Yeah. Okay, well... <laughs> That's that's good to know. I'd go back to the nineties and I'd call them cacks. <laughs> Ron, can we change the lights in here? I'm starting to lose it a little bit. <laughs> he does that. That's this is what led to the show that was all just trailers. Oh. It's just uh, like Ron, my it's, eyes. It's, it's aggressively pink in here. You've got pink eyes. My- and, oh, oh, that's oh. worse. What is that? Oh, that was like eating orange juice after ice cream oh or after God. toothbrush. Oh. I only realised it when I picked up my phone. And looked at the screen, and the screen just looked horribly, horribly wrong. And then I realised that everything was like, angrily pink. Oh, um, okay. So uh, anyway, a much more boring white light. <laughs> oh, thank God! I love white. Why will people not leave white light alone? So anyway, right, digest size comic. There was in the uh, there was a comic called Star Blazer, which was a commando comic style thing, but sci fi. Okay, and it ran from. I think it's 70s through to mid-90s, but I never saw it in Northern Ireland, so it seemed to be quite a hard one to get for some reason. It just didn't get the same distribution. Um, and it was the same sort of deal, 64 pages, digest-sized comics, and I was kind of thinking, well, I could, I want to do one of those. I want to do one of those. And I thought, well, they're a small page. They're about a quarter of the size of a normal page of comics. And I thought, well, I could do that. I could draw a page of that while I'm doing something else. Um, so I thought, well, if I can do that, then what I could do is I could write and draw something. And then what am I going to do with it? I thought, well, I could kickstart it. So I started poking around and looking at Kickstarter. Turns out people are aggressively helpful when you say, when you say you're interested in a Kickstarter. People fall on you and say, here, here, here. So I've been sort of looking at the numbers and trying to figure out how many things you need to do and stuff and how you, how you take an idea that you've got to break even or making a certain amount of money. And so it looks like if I can make three grand in a Kickstarter, it pays for printing, 
right? So that's not okay. that's not an awful lot. And three grand you can get, depend on on how you sell it. Uh, you can get it from maybe a hundred and fifty people buying it. So they now that they they do tiers of of things that you're selling. So the first tier is typically a PDF, which is you know typically two to five pounds, and then the second tier is is a printed soft cover, which is probably going to be a tenner, which is a bit high for what is a commando comic, but it'll be slightly nicer production values. But I think people are prepared to pay a wee bit more for stuff like that on Kickstarter. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think because they know what if, they're... If there's like a bunch of writers and artists that they're into. Well, there won't be a bunch. There'll be me and maybe one one writer. So that's that's the thing. It's whether I can carry enough people into that. And then there'd be a hardback version, which would be a nicer version with the same same thing uh, for 20 quid and then another version which is that plus some prints and the prints will be the same size as the comic and they'll be like mock covers of other version other titles in the series that don't exist so they'd be and i'd get you know i'd get people i know well that maybe can bring a bigger audience to draw those prints and then that will you know so hopefully that'll pump up did the you numbers. say what the story was going to be well, no, I haven't because it, I, I, so what, what what it was originally going to be is I was going to think of, I was going to be the rat in space. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna do a Terran Omega thing. I thought Terran Omega would be good for that format. Um, but I've been talking to a friend. I don't want to say who it's going to be yet because I want to do a, a proper announcement kind of nonsense and do the whole That's thing. A good idea. Yeah, and uh, and so he's going to he's going to write it, and I'm going to. I can tell you what the story is off air because it's really fucking cool. But um, I don't want to say that either until, you know, you've got to roll these things out. You see, one of the things I read was basically you've got to start building your audience now, even before you do your Kickstarter. So I've been talking about it a lot. But mostly you're, what I've been doing. You're te- teasing mainly. Te- no, not really. I've been doing spreadsheets. You wouldn't believe the spreadsheets I've been doing to go, I can make this work. Maybe. Can I make this work? Maybe, maybe not. But one of the, one of the tiers will be hardback book plus prints, plus original page of artwork. And so one of the pages of artwork for about 100 quid or something, which seems like a good deal, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then one will be the cover. And I and I posted one of the spreadsheets up and I said, look, and I've estimated some numbers here. And one of the, and I estimated one for the cover because I'll you only got one cover. And I put 200 quid for that. And I'm like, fuck it. I, you know, if I don't sell it, I don't sell it. And um, I estimated in this little spreadsheet if I sold that one and these other things. And somebody went, oh, definitely one. So there's one person's already said yeah. they want that cover. So that's that's a good sign. I've only 192 people left to sell it to. That's all. <laughs> but if I can sell like a big chunk of the original artwork and a big chunk of, a chunk of the prints, I don't need to sell that many books to if break you've got even. A, if you've got yeah, if you've got a um, if you've got to charge ten for the f- paper yeah back, throw in a print one print mm. to the paperback one. You reckon? Uh, yeah, one print to the paperback yeah. and then. Do like three prints or four prints that includes well, it that would, one. It would with be the, yeah, it would be hardback. four. Would be the hardback. Yeah, yeah so, so give, probably give one. probably a print that I've already done would be in that one. Maybe yeah, yeah. just just something yeah. something else because I don't I know a ton of people will pay yeah. the ten pounds, but also it just softens the blow, the blow a little. Yeah. The, people want to help. Yeah, and if you can if you can help them help you. Yeah, well, I was talking to the Rory of Rory Story Cubes. Oh yeah, they, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. tweeting about this, and they they want they. they Said, oh, come out and have coffee, and we'll sit and chat about this because I had two other people there, and they were kind of going, "Oh yeah, the thing with uh, Kickstarter is every time somebody touches the envelope, it's like fifty p more for postage, and that multiplies up. If you've sold a hundred, that's fifty p times a hundred. If you've sold a thousand, fifty t. So every time you go, oh, do you know what? I'll add an extra print. That's another time someone's going to be touching that envelope and putting something else in. Right. So it's not just the cost of postage and the cost yeah, of printing yeah, yeah. it, but it's the cost of packing it and 
and so on. So you've got to try and you want to make it cheap enough people are interested, but also dear enough that you don't get a thousand orders because then you're actually buried under under stuff. Yeah. And then the other the, That's what kids are for. Yeah. Well, the thing is, so I've sort of worked it. I'm kind of still tweaking numbers and things on the spreadsheet. But what I want to do is I want to um, make enough to pay for it. So it's about three grand. Make enough then to pay the people working on it. So the anchor or sort of the letterer would get paid first. They're relatively inexpensive, a couple hundred quid. The writer, who is the next cheapest uh, person in that, that production line, is like grand and a half or something. And then me, and I'm about four grand because of the way the the, 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 the work you've got to put in. So it ends up being about eight and a half grand to pay for everyone. Um, not impossible. You sell 400 and you're sort of, you're well into that money. Not even four hundred of the high expensive items, four hundred of the low expensive items. Once you st- once you go over over that four hundred, you're into kind of like if you sold a thousand copies, you're into three and a half grand for each member of the team, practically for just uh, as well as being paid. Yeah. So the idea would be, the hope would be that you could do this. Spend two months drawing it. Spend a month getting a Kickstarter together. You do it. You, it's successful. It pays for everyone. Do another one and another one and another one. And you keep doing that every four months or so. And then you've got a little rule in production line. And hopefully people who like the first one will buy the second and the third and the, and the fourth and on and on it'll go. And then other people will come in and buy the then any release, back then issues. Then you release the omnibus. Then you put out an om- omnibus. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool. Um, so that's the, that's the plan. And it's all under um, – I've, I've been using um, – I sort of – Years and years ago, I wanted to do some short stories, and I, I had to come up with a kind of title for it all. And the title I came up with was Channel Hex, which is Channel Hex, uh, and so Hitch. <laughs> so I can tell if someone's a Catholic or Protestant, depending on how they say that. Um, so the plan would be to do that, and under that name, Channel Hex presents, and in the title of each of the, the things. And the first one will be a sci-fi with horror elements. Second one could be, you know, it could be a Western. Western. But the thing is, I want each of them to be kind of. I just want. I just want you have to have to draw a shit ton of horses. Horses, loads of horses. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, no, actually, not so bad because the page physically. A lot of horses from the chest up. Yeah, <laughs> you, there's only so much you can draw on that size of page. That's the thing with the with the. The tiny digest size things. If you were drawing a western, horses' hooves, or people in the back, or, or little tiny, tiny horses in the distance, you can't do much. You can't really do an awful lot of mid shots or sort of distance shots. So you, you have to close up on people a lot or kind of far out distance shots. So, I mean, that in itself is going to be an interesting exercise. So, but I, I, if I can get, say, if you can get to a point where you're making three of those a year and each one is, doesn't have to make a lot of money, just has to make about eight or nine grand each. You've paid a team of people, and you've paid yourself, and you've made nineteen grand a year on on that. On and also, I don't need to look at an editor, a publisher, and go, "Here's the thing I want to do," and for them to go, "No, you can't do it," you know, which is where I am in my career. It's like so many pitches just get shot down. It's like that's uh, good, but we don't know what we're looking for. So there we go. Does that sound bonkers? Does that sound mad? No, it sound seems reasonable enough. Seems reasonable. I don't know. I mean, do you do you have you paid for many Kickstarter things? Do you I like- paid for I paid for one kick thing on Kickstarter and it was did bullshit you? and I never did it again. What was that? What was it? Um, I paid for a thing. What was it called? The tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X Y Find It. Yeah, I've they were lost, like I lost mine. <laughs> <laughs> they were like. They were Bluetooth tags. Blue, yeah, Bluetooth. Oh, they've but they've they've since become a commodity because you can buy them in any stupid garage now. Yeah. Yeah, but not because I have not one that doesn't. Then. I have one that doesn't work on my keychain because <laughs> I and I bought it outside Tesco's in, or in the Tesco's car uh, garage. Like these were like I came in. My, my son goes, "What's Daddy bought now?" 
and rolled his eyes. Well, I think Apple are going to release something later on this year, which is an Apple a- version. Apple's take on this. Yeah, they should just buy Tile. I mean, just be done with it and buy. But they'll, they'll be chargeable, probably via like wireless, wireless uh, yeah. char- charging pads. Yeah, I guess. Mm. But these things were like they, these were the like one of the yeah one not, of the first, not yeah. one of the first the first yeah. Um, but the Apple ones will be better because they will tie into the same find it thing that the other that everything else does. that everything else yeah. is going to now you know where, yeah. where if it, if there's if there's somebody else's iPhone nearby yeah it'll pick up the signal and then ping it back oh, to right, you right 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 so it knows. so yeah it's so it a, just triangulates via other people's iPhones yeah. and yeah. things yeah and everyone's everyone's kind of buying into the same system you just you know it'll be in the EULA yeah that no one reads yeah yeah but I yeah I paid like I think I paid sixty or seventy quid uh-huh. for like eight of these little did you get them yeah i got them but they were shit yeah i think i, I, think I ordered them with you didn't I? yeah yeah we did it together and like uh, the, the problem was you had to pull out a little battery tab uh-huh. that they obviously ship with it to stop the batteries running down yeah. before you got it but in order to get it open mm-hmm. to get the tab out the, that tab didn't just pull out yeah in order to get it open you basically had to destroy the thing Fuck. Right, like okay. uh, and if you didn't that just, seems like a fairly bad design flaw. It, it was like you know, like knife marks, yeah. like skipping off the yeah. stabbing yourself. The, in the other arm. problem is it didn't tell you where things were right now. It tells you where things were the last time it was connected to your phone. Yeah, like, I just want anything that I own that I can go on my phone and go make and make that beep beep noise that the iPhone does whenever it's lost. Yeah, because that seems to be the only noise I can hear to find things. Well, I would imagine that's what Apple will announce whenever they announce yeah. the new iPhone. Yeah. Find my doodas. A little yes, disc, a little, little Apple tile thing. Hey Siri, find my doodas. Like that, that's good. That's it, that's I'd all you've backed. By, by, that's, that's all that I've backed on Kickstarter. What about you? I, do you know what, I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of, I, I don't mind it for creative things, mm. like comics and, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I'm really, really sick of seeing, like, targeted Lucky. ads on Instagram or anything, like, online for, like, tech that mm. I would be, I like, oh, that's worth a click and I click on it and it takes me to an Indiegogo page yeah. it's like fuck off because <laughs> I'm either going to have to wait like a year plus yeah. to get it or I'm not going to get it yeah. and I'm just or I, it's I'm gonna, just, you're going to get it it's going to be disappointing get, oh, yeah and it's going to be disappointing I'm just like ugh this is just I, I'm tired of seeing all of these mm. I've backed things. a few comics okay. and um, a few movies documentaries mm-hmm. things like that um, but yeah I mean it's it's a fair enough platform. It's just, I think a lot of the time, you know, you, you maybe back like you spend thirty pound on something, and then like two years later, something arrives in the post. You're like, <laughs> I ordered this. Well, what was that? Yeah. Well, it's one of the things I want to do with, with this, and and one of the reasons why the digest size is important is that I'm going to draw this before doing the Kickstarter. It will be finished. Yeah. So I can yeah. actually go look. This is all done here. Are the pages that I'm gonna sell if you wanna if you want one of these pages on this tier grab grab one of these and it's um, done they're ready to go now yeah yeah the uh, um, the electric bike that I bought was a kickstarter a oh very shit, successful yeah, yeah. kickstarter back in 2016 uh-huh. uh, and they've now built their business yeah, kind of making these uh, making these things how yeah. is your electric bike it's amazing <laughs> are you now biking to work yeah not every day but as many days as I can get away with yeah okay um, I've done about 100 miles on it so far mm-hmm. I did 16 miles on it yesterday just for fun I just went out, took the bike to the beach. Uh-huh. Ooh, I don't know if I'd take a bike to the beach. Well, I didn't well, go on the sand. Not an electric one. Not an electric one. Go on the sand or in the water. I don't know what you're thinking I'm doing on the beach. Well, the only time I was ever on a <laughs> motorbike, wheelies. I went straight into the water. Why would you do that? Because I was 12 and it was on the beach and it was a three-wheeler. <laughs> no, no, I just didn't know what I was doing. I went, ah! 
and steered it wrong. It sort of, st- I think what happened was I steered it to the left and the, the sand got into it and it fell into a little dune. So it was too hard to move the handles back again. It was okay. just went straight into the water then. It was very bad. I think I was wrecked it your bike. bike. No. Well, you definitely did wreck the bike. Yeah. And yeah. How, how is it to ride? Amazing. You don't have to do anything. You're so lazy. I know. <laughs> and all it took was for somebody to else, for something else to pedal a bike for me to realize how much fun it is out cycling. <laughs> the scoo- like, electric scooters are good fun as well, but um, I never go. There's, some, on there's one. somebody. There's somebody. They're illegal in here. Aren't no, they? no, no, no. So I'll I'll talk a little bit about that because I had to do a lot of research before I bought okay. the bike. But there's somebody around the corner from me on uh, on Gumtree mm-hmm. is selling one of the little electric scooters mm-hmm. for like four hundred quid, and it looks yeah. really fun. But um, the legality. Of it, uh, they put the wheels in motion to... No pun intended. To, uh, I mean, I think I made you made that joke the last time I talked about this on the show. <laughs> Somebody else can confirm. Um, before Stormont collapsed, uh-huh. they had a legislation in to say, look, let's get in line with the rest of the UK because mm-hmm. England, Scotland and Wales, it's all legal and it's all fine. But of course, Northern Ireland, not so much. Yeah. Um, but the police... Some boy could be having an abortion on one of those. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> they're 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 legal. They're legal, um, yeah. So yeah, I'll bring it. I was I was actually going to bring it down tonight, but I didn't know if I had anywhere if there's anywhere that I could put it in the. Have a go. Have a go. We should thing. all have a go. Maybe how far time. how yeah. far of a distance can you go in them with you? Well, I did 16, 16 miles yesterday, and mm-hmm. that took me down. I still had one bar mm-hmm. of charge left. They say between twenty and thirty. But I'm it doesn't seem like a lot, but maybe maybe I mean, what, it is. What, uh, can you cycle on it then if it if it dies? Yeah, but it it does... it's really heavy. Yeah, it's okay. it's very. And can very you cycle heavy. on it while it's using the electrics? So yeah, you, yeah. You're... So you have to pedal. You have okay. to pedal to make it go. Mm-hmm. But there's three levels of pedal assist mm-hmm. where it says, "Okay, lazy bastard." Yeah, not so lazy bastard. Yeah. And... and me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm 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 on lazy bastard mode. Okay. Because the lazy bastard mode is the fastest. Mm-hmm. So it's just the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And do you wear a helmet? Yes. Do you an electric helmet? It's <laughs> <That's Yeah>. good. <laughs> Uh, it's little lights and everything on it. It's the do, most do, fun. Do you pretend you're street hawk or airwolf? Airwolf. <laughs> it's genuinely the most fun. It's, it's really, really fun. I've never to ride. taken the bikes very well, really. Mm. Were you a bike rider? Did you have a bike? Oh, when I was growing up, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not for me. I went through a bit of a cycling fad about 10 years ago. Mm. And. Yeah, I ten years ago, yeah, about ten years ago, yeah. It's when we were doing the podcast originally, yeah, yeah. My 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 wife at the time and I bought bikes and we uh, we went cycling up and down the towpath and mm-hmm. enjoyed, you know, long, she long to bike push rides. You, push into the lagging, and then when the marriage ended, so the biking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, saw this two wheel nonsense. <laughs> two so, wheels bad. <laughs> so once Ralphie starts nursery in September, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a seat for the back. For him mm. and hopefully take him electric seat to nursery. Can you fit it on little pedals for him? What for him to help? To help, yeah. yeah. The engine helps. Okay. I barely have to pedal myself. <laughs> do you? But I mean, what, what, does it have enough torque in it to pull something? Do you think? Does oh it? yeah, it it goes. <coughs> okay. Yeah. You want to put a bit of twine around Ralphie's waist and just, <laughs> just, just drag, drag him? him. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no problem with the okay, with then. the torque. It'll the front wheel will give a bit of lift if you're not careful. Alrighty. PJ uh, just checking to see how much time we've done. Have we done enough yet to just turn this well, fucking thing I did, off? I did not even say anything at all. I was going to say she'll go to pick of a week, but I, you see, I, I since you had you bought that up, not me. I was just checking our time. 
Well, I'm going to confess. I, I keep forgetting to think about picks of the week these okay. days. Okay. But do you have anything? Well, it's been tough for I the last d- few weeks. I, I, I recommend the food in the uh, in the Craig Avon Hospital. It's very good. Okay. <laughs> it's my pick of the week. Well, hospital the food. food hospital not, food. Not the crisps in your local spa because you no, wouldn't know, what, wouldn't they know like. what they taste like. Because I wouldn't know what they taste like. No, no. Well, Hannah got me this thing for Father's Day. Um, Ooh, look at him showing off. Ooh. Did you not get anything? Did you not get anything for Father's <laughs> Do you know, Day? Actually, I, I did. I, uh, my, right, so my uh, Ooh, youngest son. Oh, look at PJ son, showing off. He got stuff for Father's <laughs> Day. I neither received nor gave. <laughs> <laughs> my youngest son came in and he had a bag of goods. Now, you normally what happens is, Chris, your wife buys all these things. and then you're, But he's written out a little card and he gives me this bag and he watches I take every single thing out of the bag and reads it and looks at it. And he's so there you go, Daddy. And I'm going, oh, Thomas, really love you. It's very nice of you. And then he, he goes, and he gives me a big hug. And I went, there you are. Thank you very much, Tom. It's really kind of you. He gave me a, a, a note. And on the back of it was blue tacked a pound. It said one pound from my own money. And so <laughs> I'm never given that away. I can never get rid of that pound. Um, and Nathan then, Nathan then walks in his, a bit later, just wearing his bottoms because he can't be arse dressing, carrying the bag. He went, here, and then walked out. <laughs> now, again, don't have a favourite child, <laughs> but clearly one child has a favourite parent. Well, that's. <laughs> oh, did he get a net better stuff for Mother's Day? No, 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 he no. Got a better stuff for Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, what did you get? Oh yeah. So it's it's the name is really weird. It's called Support Eyeback. I don't understand. I-back? Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't understand it. But <laughs> what it is, it's this kind of acupressure. Mat that you lie mm-hmm. that you set lay on on the ground and you lie on, so it's about the okay. thickness of like a yoga mat. Uh-huh. But on it is, it's like lying on a fucking bed of nails. On it is like the like oh, ten, that sounds good. Ten p piece size bits of green plastic uh-huh. with spikes uh-huh. coming out of them. Does not sound good. Uh, we'll get the, we'll get to that when you put your whole weight on it. And you so, yeah, I mean like, <clears throat> and it says you know. Lie on this for X amount of time. Start with ten minutes and try and work up to twenty to forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, on this, is it painful for the it's first ten really minutes? Really fucking painful. <laughs> it's really sore. So what what what's in it for you then? It it is supposed to be good for your back and your neck. But I have a bad back posture wise. I get a really tight back from sitting down all day. Um, get that X ray. Get that motherfucker X ray uh, yeah. right now. Yeah. No, I'm serious. That's what happened to R. John. It's like yeah. it's that's. My, my brother had a bad back and then suddenly had paralysis of the yeah. spine. So get that. Don't fuck around. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fucking around. I've been to see people. But okay. um, so, yeah, so you I lay on it. I, I, all I could stand last night was 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I only got it yesterday because it was late because we were in the midst of baby fever on actual Father's Day. So uh, Hannah, wasn't able to get, Hannah wasn't able to buy me anything. Uh-huh. Um so Lazy I tried it last night. Wouldn't for, get their own stuff. Yeah, I mean, I could just I could take more money out of his money box, but I'm already, <laughs> I'm already doing that. So <laughs> I already owe him a fortune. Um, so I did it for ten minutes last night, and mm-hmm. I was surprised by how good I felt after I got off. Because mm-hmm. fucking grim when you're on it. Mm. But after I came off, it was. Is that like though when people hold you down and then they let go and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm floating. <laughs> yeah, that last ten minutes was grim. Just feeling normal now. Is, is, <laughs> yeah, now is I feel good. perfectly normal. Um, it's so Lie on your bed and nails, or you won't feel the the, yeah. the enjoyment of it when you're off. I'll be interested to see if it makes any difference long term, or if it's just you get a bit of short term. I would like to lie on something nice and like that would do my back good. I want the nice massage. Yeah, give me a nice massage. I'm not giving you a massage. You can lie on my bed and nails, but I'm not. People need to pay for that, you know. Yeah, Ron, I'm a married man. I'm just saying. All right then. We don't okay. Need, not, you don't need to get a happy ending. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want a miserable beginning. In for a penny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough of our show. I mean, I'd say someone would say too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye. See you. Oh, my ears are sweet. There's a dark and a troubled satellite. There's a bright and a sunny side, too. And though we meet with the darkness and strife, the sunny side we hold.